Hello, my friends. Welcome to the PMP Exam Radio Show. We're going to spend the next five minutes talking about servant leadership. A servant leader is a leader who stays in touch with the challenges and problems of others. This term, servant leadership, was coined by Robert Greenleaf way back in 1970. When we say servant leadership, we're not talking about inmates running a prison. Some think you cannot serve and lead at the same time, but you can. Once people are clear about their destination, the leader's role shifts to one of service. When I have allowed you get clarity on what I need done or what we as a group need done, then I become a servant to help you get it done. To better understand servant leadership, you need to know about the 10 tenets of servant leadership. The first tenet is conceptualization. And this characteristic relates to your ability to dream great dreams so that you look beyond the day-to-day realities to the big picture. If you are a senior portfolio manager, program manager in your company, work through the big idea, develop a robust organizational strategy, and then at whatever level you are, create a vision, create a mission statement, create long-term focus. That's really what it's all about. Help your people to see that picture. The next one is listening. This is the next tenant. And here, I want you to think about active listening. And to actively listen, we need to support the speaker. There are two types of responses to a speaker. There's a support response, and that's when you support with your attention, but there's a shift response, and that's when you take away attention from the speaker. That is not a good one to have. You don't want to be like that. You want to listen, pay full attention. Don't try to butt into the conversation by sharing your examples. No, no, no. Just listen, actively listen, affirm, support. That's what listening is all about for a servant leader. The next is awareness. Remember, we've talked about emotional intelligence on this channel before, EI, self-awareness. That's really what a servant leader needs to be in tenet three. In tenet four, it's about persuasion. How do you persuade the group? Instead of using carrot and sticks and whacking people over the head with a stick, you got to use the subtleties of persuasion. John Maxwell says people buy into the leader first and then the vision. So they're going to buy into you first before anything else. I like a book by the great Robert Cialdini, ASU professor. He's a leading authority on persuasion and one of his six principles of persuasion states people are much more likely to be influenced and persuaded by those that they like than those they do not. So be likable. Tenet number five is on stewardship. Stewardship is about taking responsibilities for the actions and performance of your team and being accountable for the role uh, team members play in the organization. So whether you are a leader in terms of title or not, you have a responsibility for the things that happen in your company that are within your jurisdiction. So think about your own values and those of your organization. And in that way, you know what you will and what you will not stand for. Being a steward means that you are taking full responsibility for those things entrusted to you. Even a stronger word is accountability. Number six, commitment to growth. Have you ever been obsessed with the growth of your team, this is what commitment to growth is about. Servant leaders are committed to the personal and professional development of everyone in their teams. They are very passionate about this. To develop your people, 
make sure you use a training needs assessment, for example. Try to understand what exactly each individual needs. You can think about this as a mentoring needs assessment, but great servant leaders, they are committed to growth. The next one is healing. That's number seven. This characteristic relates to the emotional health and wholeness of people, and it involves supporting them physically and mentally. And that takes us to another tenant very closely connected, number eight, which is empathy. Put yourself in another person's shoes. Could be a challenge to understand people, except you look at situations from their viewpoint. Servant leaders are empathetic. Number nine, one of my favorites, foresight. This is when you're able to predict what is likely to happen in the future. Being a student of the past, learning from the past, and using that in your predictions of the future. Call it empiricism, call it doing a SWOT analysis, whatever you will. This is where the ability to see what is coming around the bend, that's when that talent, that ability, that skill, that propensity comes to light. The final one in the 10 tenets of servant leadership is building community. Great servant leaders understand the importance of linking people to people. Servant leaders provide opportunities for people to connect. There's a friend of mine who's always trying to connect me to someone who he knows or thinks can help me, or someone he thinks that could benefit from me helping them. And that's a trademark of servant leadership. You can do this by providing opportunities for people to interact with one another across the company or even across other boundaries. You could organize social events such as team lunches, barbecues, open work layouts and a scrum of scrums, for example. You could design your workplace in such a way that people are encouraged to interact and chat informally. But those, my friends, are the 10 tenets of servant leadership. You've got to remember that servant leadership is a rather complementary topic in the world of Agile. And Agile approaches emphasize servant leadership as a way to empower the team, facilitate the team's discovery, and practice Agile. And servant leaders in Agile practice and radiate Agile. And there you have it, my friends. That is the 10 tenets of servant leadership. Remember, this coming week, my buddy Roy and I, we're having a seminar where we are teaching, mentoring, coaching scrum masters in what exactly it means to be a leader in the world of Scrum. And we're taking a look at the five dimensions of leadership in Scrum. This is new material from my book, Scrum Mastery. Five levels of leadership to be successful in Agile. And we're having that on the 22nd of April. You don't want to miss it. Go on down to the website, praiseon.com. That's P-R-A-I-Z-I-O-N.com. And yeah, grab a copy of the book. It's a steal. It's 29 bucks and You'll be able to be in that webinar for that same under that same amount. You're gonna get a boatload of information. If you are a Scrum Master, product owner, you work in the world of Agile, or you are a project manager, or remotely in the world of uh, professional business, you need to be in that webinar. All right, I'm gonna put a link below. I look forward to seeing all of you. You take care, and bye for now.